voice message system. Roki and the mummy is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. You don't have to give us a call back. It's time for all the day. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is probably what three days overdue now. Yeah, sounds about right. Three days late, and uh, go ahead and tell them why they arose. <laughs> what the fuck? You tell them why. <laughs> uh, well, what the hell was our first issue? Because uh, I know you ended up getting sick Sunday, but why didn't we record uh, Friday night or Saturday? I don't know. You got sick Saturday, right? Got sick Saturday. So what the hell happened Friday night for us? That's when we always try to record, but what, why the hell didn't we do it last Friday? I don't know. Shit just went haywire. Then you were busy last night, fucker. Why don't you tell the whole world what you were doing last night? I went out on a fucking date in the goddamn city. Yeah, how'd that go? It went well. Uh, for all the shit that we've talked about, uh, dating apps, and I stand by most of it, and like we said, you know, keep your expectations low. But you know, we're not saying don't use them because hey, I still I'm still on a couple of them. But uh, yeah, I had this uh, really uh, pretty girl uh, message me. Uh, just I don't know, like a week ago, and uh, so it was nice to kind of she hit me up first, and we just got to talking, <clears throat> and I just said, hey, what are your plans this weekend? And she said, oh, I'm actually going to go see my friend perform comedy. And I thought she meant Saturday. So I was like, okay, sounds good. If you want to get together Sunday for some drinks, let me know. I drove out there Sunday night and uh, hung out with her. And I felt bad because uh, I hadn't been out to the city in a really long time. So uh, I'm you know, using ways to get my happy ass out there. And the whole way there across the bridge from from uh, where i live it was it was all good but the minute i got in the city off the bridge i'm not used to that city driving like bus lanes and all that kind of shit so uh i needed to make a, a left and i don't know i need to make a right and i get in the farthest right lane and there's this dude on a fucking bike that's on the on the left of my of my of my truck and he's looking at me like what the fuck are you doing and I look at the sign next to me and it says like bus lane only or some shit. So I'm like, fuck, I don't know what the hell I'm doing down here. So I missed my fucking turn and it added to like another five minutes to my destination. Then uh, I punched in the, the parking garage to uh, around by this comedy club in Waze. I get the destination. It's a four way intersection with no goddamn parking garage anywhere in sight. So then I start fucking panicking. Like, I don't know where to park here. Parking's always a bitch in, uh, in San Francisco. Obviously, everyone knows that. But uh, I did another loop and uh, couldn't couldn't find parking. And thankfully, on the second roundabout, I uh, found a spot. And it was in a good area. It had no meters and shit, so I didn't have to pay for parking. So that was awesome. It was only like two blocks away from the club. So I walk into the club and... Uh, the, the first uh, <clears throat> sign I see on the door as I'm uh, walking in, I see a sign that says no guns or knives. Like, I usually always carry a knife on me. So I'm like, fuck, I don't want to walk all the way back to my goddamn truck, man. So I tried to, like, slyly put it in my pocket and uh, try to get away with it. But as soon as I walk fully into the club, I see they got a security guard there with a metal detector wand. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to fuck with that. So I was like, look, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I got a knife on me. Can I just leave it at coat check? And uh, thankfully, he was nice guys. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you a number. It's no problem. So give him my knife. And by this time, I, I got to take a wicked piss. Oh. <laughs> the show's already starting. There's already somebody on stage doing their stand-up. So uh, I run to the back, take a piss, and I come down. And the show's starting. And I don't know where, where you know my date is. And so I'm texting her and stuff. She's texting back like, oh, we're like up by the front. I don't know where the fuck you are up in the front. And so she goes, uh, I was thinking like, I just, I don't want to walk up, you know, while some guy's doing his stand up act, like walk up in the front row and just start like looking around at people in the audience. So I just text her. I said, just, just put your hand up. I'll see you. And sure enough, she did. And I spotted her. So, uh, I sat down and, uh, she's like, Oh, let me buy you a drink and, you know, get whatever you want. She handed me the menu. 
and uh, I asked what she was drinking, and she was just drinking one of those like liquid death water cans or whatever. And I'm thinking, man, I want to get a good like mixed drink, so I uh, ordered a uh, rum punch, and man, I had two of those, and I was feeling good. Let me tell you there, Rokey. But yeah, stand up was fun. Uh, I think it was like four or five comics. I I kind of missed her. Her friend was the guy performing when I walked in. I didn't really catch his act, so I kind of felt bad I didn't see him. But uh, there was like another four guys. One it wasn't funny at all, but the other three were really funny. So it was a fun night, and we got to chat for a bit after, and we kind of set up loose plans to uh, get some dinner next weekend. So we'll we'll see if that happens. But yeah, that was my um, night last night. <clears throat> so you uh you had fun driving in the city i i don't mind driving in the city if it's just like if i'm going there for a casual hang somewhere but if you have to be in the city at a specific time somewhere it fucking sucks yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i used to fucking see people shitting in the street out there well, this was uh, the comedy club was Cobb's Comedy Club on uh, Columbia, I think was the name of the street. Well, it's not too far from the strip club. Nice. It just had a bunch of bars and uh, bars and restaurants. Well, it's not it's not too far from Broadway. It's not too far from Roar 20s. Well, the area was nice, at least. I mean, it was clean streets. There was no homeless. And like I said, there was no meters for the parking. So it was pretty damn awesome. That ain't no nice area. The city's a shithole. It must have pockets of uh, better areas than than some, because uh, yeah, this, this felt pretty nice. But I mean, you know, it still had the same. It's uh, a fucking city. It's a shithole. Yeah, I'm not saying it, it was uh, amazing. It still had the charm of every city, including San Francisco, where you know all the restaurants have their trash piled up outside on the street. The streets smelled like shit. Like you know, it's still San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. For the city, it was a decent area. Still some dude fucking begging you for some change? No, like I said, I, I actually didn't see one homeless in that area. It was really nice. Oh, man. No, I, I feel like shit because... Uh, uh, how was your weekend? Well, I feel like shit because I, I couldn't get on the show on Friday. And I really wanted to be here for these crazy on the download maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm back, baby. And... Uh, I don't know. I didn't really do much this week besides fucking lay around and be lazy. Recovered. Yeah, for the life of me, I can't. I can't remember what, why the hell we didn't do it Friday, but uh, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday, yeah, we had a plan set up to record uh, Saturday, and I didn't get a call at all from this dude. And I ended up calling him at like midnight, and usually that's like the best time to call this guy. Usually like nine out of ten, he'll answer if it's like past midnight. Oh, uh, I'll answer uh, at the late night hour. Night owl. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he didn't answer for that, and then I started thinking like, oh shit, like I hope he's okay. I just assumed maybe he went out with his buddies and got drunk again or some shit, or maybe he did that hot <clears throat> spicy chicken sandwich no. fucking challenge again. <laughs> I didn't do no fucking hot and spicy chick sandwiches. You know, there's a lot of uh, I don't know, there's just a lot of bullshit going on. I was thinking about the whole cancel culture issue. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? What about it? Like, fuck, I don't know. What really happens? <laughs> what really happens when you get canceled? You get momentarily ostracized from a part <laughs> of the public's fucking opinion or whatever, but you eventually bounce back, I guess. Well, these guys are still billionaires, right? I mean, it depends. I guess there's levels of it because it's like it's different if you're, you know, Louis C.K. who got canceled, which I was against <laughs> his whole getting canceled. But it's different thinking about him or canceling fucking uh, Cosby. It's like, yeah, you're not coming back from that, Cosby. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cosby might bounce back, right? Oh, fuck that son of a bitch. <laughs> if he bounces back... That's pretty fucking sad for our goddamn society if that son of a bitch bounces back. You don't want to see no more Jello commercials? If that prick was still alive, it's not. <laughs> you want your Jello pudding pop now, don't you, Rokey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, if uh, that son of a bitch was still alive, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I don't think he's coming back. So I guess it really depends on how far of a... Uh, 
you know, if you just do like some minor kind of shady shit that people kind of view as like, oh, that's kind of messed up, or like really horrendous, fucked up things like these, like Cosby and Epstein did. So I guess it it depends. Well, okay, so like you get canceled, right? And they throw you off all the media outlets. Then what? Yeah, I don't know. It looks like you have to go into some kind of form of exile for any amount of time, whether that's months or a year or something. I don't know. And then, I don't know, maybe come back with some kind of a public apology just to be like, I've had a lot of time to process things. And then you can slowly start coming back. I don't know. I mean, you know, hey, my boy, Louis C.K., he's coming back. He's already had, uh, I think, maybe even two stand-up specials since his canceling. So, I mean, he's coming back. <laughs> but... Uh. He 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 uh, momentarily uh, moved to France. He said, and uh, he just wanted to get out of the country and shit because he was feeling hate from everybody. So he, like I said, had to go into some kind of form of exile and like slowly he started coming back to the comedy clubs and building up his rep again. It's fucking, I don't know, that's fucking ridiculous, don't you think? Like you got to leave your fucking like I, I don't know. I feel like certain things are uncalled for, but then. The shit people are getting canceled for is just fucking ridiculous now. Oh, it totally can. <laughs> I mean, it, it runs, you know, the scale from definitely warranted to extremely, you know, out there. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the uh, another one of my favorite uh, favorite comedians, uh, Shane Gillis. Like I was talking about him earlier. He uh, he has a podcast. Shout out Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, one of my favorites. So he lost the job at SNL, and I mean that was a big public thing. But uh, he's 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 coming back. He's got a free special on YouTube right now. You can check it out. And uh, he's he's living the dream right now. But yeah, it took him a hot minute too to get back. Jeez, a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the kind of shit I'm talking about for an accent, and a, you know it's a comedy podcast. Like loosen up, everybody. Like it's he's not a racist. Like calm the fuck down. But he is, though. You don't know what he said. I'll carry the uh, the fucking blames and pitchforks for uh, Cosby's ass. Like, yeah, fuck him. But nah, shit like Gillis and Louis C.K. And nah, I'm not on board for that shit. I like Bill and Burr. I don't know. It's weird. You can kind of have conversations with some people. Like, I, uh, yeah, he's great, too. Uh, that's why I like Bill Burr. Like, he said, uh, he said fucking, uh, you ever notice it's all these white people fucking they're like canceling like other old racist white guys? <laughs> like what the fuck kind of shit is that, right? I don't know if it's a desperate attempt to uh virtue signal to be like, you know, I'm on your guys' side. Fuck that dude. Let's all get him or something. I don't know. But well, that's exact that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I mean, you can have a conversation with someone, maybe someone you work with, uh, a family member you don't see too often, and you can kind of gauge, you know, how they have perspective on this by just talking to them about somebody like that has been canceled. Because I had to go to physical therapy for like six months. Uh, Rookie knows, like we talked about, I got a bum knee and it started acting up again. So I started making friends with my physical therapist. Uh, She's a sweetheart and stuff. She's great at her job. But we start talking about comedy and I go, who are some of your favorite comedians? And she gives me her list. I give her mine. And of course, on the top of my list is Louis C.K. And she goes, oh, wasn't he canceled? And it's like, yeah, he was. Like, who gives a shit? He's fucking, he's the best of all time. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you even say that? Yeah, why 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 the fuck are you like, I don't know. They're, They're getting people involved in this shit now. And it just seems like that society, you know, kind of like some people listen more to society than their own beliefs of like, oh, well, the mass majority of people agree that he should be canceled. So I'm going to agree with that. Instead of just like having your own opinion and like really doing research on what happened and forming your own opinion. So that's what kind of bugs me. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember this shit back in school. Oh, no, it was a different time uh, back then, let me tell you. Hey, speaking of which, last week when we talked about what's-his-name getting kicked in the nuts, you think fucking what's-his-name <laughs> got canceled for doing that? He could have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that happened today, 
old Luke could have ran to the front office and been like, I just got sexually harassed by Daryl. And they, you know, he Daryl probably would have been expelled or some shit. Yeah, it's definitely a different generation, man. Your fucking career is over. <laughs> I got you now, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, uh, oh, what a fucking trippy time we're in. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't see where we're going to go in the next 10 years. Like, you can't make little simple jokes anymore with people. Well, I keep, I guess, kind of hoping. And it's like, it's, I, I got to define this correct. I'm trying to say that, you know, like the Me Too movement, I'm for it. And I believe like, you know, everyone should be heard, but that doesn't mean, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Matt Damon. He he uh, dropped a tweet that said, you know, every something like every woman should be heard, but there's also a difference between like uh, patting a chick's ass at the office and and full on raping a, a woman. And he got like crucified. Right. He got crucified on social media for that. And uh, you know, he had to apologize or some shit. And it's like, yeah, both are terrible things and shouldn't happen, but. Obviously, I think we could also agree one's way worse than the other. It doesn't mean the other one should still happen, but it's like, come on, we can't agree on that. Oh, you better watch out what you say on here. You might be big one day. <laughs> yeah, I might lose my future SNL job. I don't give a fuck. I hey, money can't buy happiness, motherfucker. <laughs> but uh I don't know. I just I feel like, you know, people have to be more cautious with, with that kind of shit, like just trying to throw it around willy-nilly and just canceling everybody for whatever they, they think is unjust. I, I already made my prediction. I think cancel culture is going to fucking eat itself alive in the end. That's just me, though. Could be wrong. Well, I mean, it's already kind of happening. I told you a few stories uh, a few weeks ago that uh, sometimes some of these whatever guys or women that uh cancel somebody on like twitter and they'll get somebody canceled somebody else on twitter will dig into that person like the person who started the canceling of someone else like a celebrity they'll dig into that person's back history on twitter and it's always they'll find something racist or like a gay slur or something and then that person gets canceled and i love that shit it's like oh you want to you know, fucking throw the rocks at a glass house, motherfucker. But yeah, no, oh, they're just for you, so they're they're, they're they're just out to cancel a bunch of random motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, you want some crazy? No, this is some crazy shit. I gotta tell this real quick on here. Yeah. Um, I got in a little. I don't even want to say it's a debate, but got into some funk with this fucking. I know this person. We're in this group chat. And uh, this motherfucker's like such a... I don't know how to describe it. Like, good kid. I think he's misunderstood, though. A while back, he was telling me, like, oh, I'm anti-pornography. Like, pornography creates these gray spaces in your brain and causes <laughs> you to fucking become fucking feminine and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. But then I got in this, I was like, you know, that's bullshit. It just, I don't know why. It just, I, I thought about it like over this week. That's what I did this week. I'm sorry, guys. If I sound a little sluggish, I'm a recovering. You watch from, a lot of porn. I'm, fuck <laughs> you. I'm, re I'm recovering from a fucking illness right now. Anyways. No, no. Um, I told this motherfucker, I was like, wait, dude, hold on. That didn't fucking resonate with me very well. What do you mean? The fuck do you mean, like, poor, like? Can you explain that? I'm having a hard time understanding that. <laughs> so he fucking goes off on this whole fucking tirade here. I could pull some of these messages up. I won't say his name. A kid, if you're listening, I know you're a fan, and I know you wanted to be on this show. You'll be on here one day. Don't worry. No, oh, this is a fan that reached out to you. And you had well, to he's fucking digging with me. Like he wants to be on the show, and then he doesn't. But hold on. So. So this is a very recent conversation then, huh? Yeah. So anyways, I start off by saying, you know, we have to clear something up here. 
how is pornography a bad thing? But this other cartoon bullshit you're watching is acceptable. I'm lost. And what, uh, what cartoon bullshit? What's that? What's that fucking shit? Those people. It's a fetish. People are into. They want. They like watching cartoon sex versus oh, real sex. Like, what's it called? Like anime or something? So, yeah. So he put anime isn't porn, bro. And I put <laughs> and porn isn't real intercourse either, bro. Yes, I'm going there <laughs> because I'm having a difficult time processing that conversation we had where you said you're anti-pornography <laughs> and then he fucking goes off he sends me this fucking video and uh hold on i want to see if i can pull this shit up can you see that shit uh yeah some anime chick turning into a, like a cartoon she's dancing basically it's talking about like gray matter in your brain how it causes that People claiming porn's okay. They lie because they bring in more money than the NFL, the NBA, and the MLB combined. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is this is turning into like a fucking Sunday morning sermon, you know? That? So, anyways, yeah. So I, this is my response to his little video, and I'll make this quick. I won't take up too much time because we got a lot. Well, we got some shit to talk about tonight, but I don't want to take up too much of y'all time. <laughs> I know it's it's a weekday and y'all got some work to do. But he said, uh, I said, first off, let's look at the facts here. Yes, it's a high prof- profited in- industry because sex sells. I put that in all yeah. caps. I said, I wish I could mm-hmm. underline that for you. I said, secondly, why do I feel like I am being attacked with dog shit facts about the effects it does to your brain as if I'm advocating for the industry? And what do you say? No, hold on. I I put some more. I got to scroll down. Here we go. You know who else does this to one another? The tobacco and alcohol industries. I have a feeling maybe, hmm, I don't know. The MLB, NBA, and NFL may be behind this ad since they are referenced in it. Third, nothing. <laughs> ba- not, I said third, nothing backs this up. I would argue that the number one rate of divorces is status quo, not some dude caught fapping over the years to porn up. <laughs> but then again, who in the fuck knows? All I'm saying is this. What is so bad about the industry itself? And then he goes into like some Bible quotes and all this other shit. And I'm like, it's crazy because it always comes down to religion. You notice that shit? Oh, it's always the the funny thing is the uh, hypocrisy of that shit. It's always the Jesus freaks who uh, freak out on the porn industry. But yet they themselves are usually the uh, closet freaks. That- yeah, they're, they're well, well, so, like, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know what, dude, own your fucking shit. Just come out of the closet, be loud and proud, man. Own it. Well, no, he just goes on this bullshit. And then I saw I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I said, I said, go tell that to King David, who was a raging peeping Tom Voyer Warrior. And uh <laughs> I put on top of that, it's entertainment, dude. Calm the fuck down. Ain't no one told you this shit when you got excited and got a boner when Luke Skywalker got his head chopped off by Darth Vader. It's fucking fake. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you know, people also got to remember the people that are in the industry, they're they're adults. Yeah, this is adult entertainment. But hold on. Hold on. It gets better. This is the last part. Okay, go ahead. He puts D. Roki, you're being such a coomer, bro. Watching sexual intercourse takes away your will to fulfill the commandment of go forth and multiply. (laughs) Watching porn is like hiring a male and female prostitute to sexually pleasure you. He put some people into that. (laughs) He put pornography of sex soda, bruh. It's not, it's just junk. It hurts you in the long run. I put by that analogy, are you alluding? Saying that softcore shit on HBO late night is diet soda. <laughs> That's great. 
I put I told him I said come on to the show and we could talk about it on here. And I will and I promise you I will try to get him on here. Yeah, bring him on. We can always debate this shit. He's gonna be talking to a uh, agnostic and a Jew, so yeah, we're gonna have some clash of the fucking titans <laughs> here. But uh, yeah, we can do it. Oh, I said. Look. I mean, look, like my take on the porn industry is they're all adults. They're they're getting fucking paid, and you know whether they regret that down the road, that's on them. And us as the viewers. Like, yeah, I think porn can become a problem if, say, you're in a committed relationship and your wife or girlfriend, <clears throat> she or partner, whatever, is, uh, you know, begging for sex and sexual intimacy. And you would rather go look at porn in the bathroom versus that. Then, yeah, you have a problem. But if you're single and you just, you know, use it to pass the time and just whatever, you know, get your jerk on. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Well, dude, that's why I said. I think most divorces are because of status quo, not guys fucking fapping. Yeah. And uh, the only other thing is, like, they say you know you have a problem with it is uh, if you're, you're, you're late to work, you're missing appointments because you're home washing it all the time. Yeah, if that's happening, then yeah, dude, you, you got a fucking you need problem. Some fucking, <laughs> yeah, you need some fucking help. Yeah. But, but I, put, I, put, I put also, you said something about prostitution earlier. And you know me, you know where I come from, what I fucking am about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I put, what's wrong with that? If it's of legal age and is consensual, I don't see a problem there. It's wrong because it's sexual impurity. And I'm like, we're fucking done, dude. I've, I've, I've seen and had enough. We are fucking dead. Uh, I'm surprised he would say that, uh, considering his boy, Jesus, uh, he used to hang out with all the and stuff so well no it's not it's not even yeah, that because he's not about that well well hold on wait I, i'm not even gonna bring religion into this i'm gonna say it like this this same fucking guy is is so against all this bullshit but yet he's encouraging me to watch some tv cartoon show that has <laughs> that has fucking sex scenes in it right and I, I don't know where to go from there. It's like you're a fucking hypocrite. You know what I mean? So what's his logic that the fact that it's drawn and it's not actual people, it's okay? This motherfucker, I know this motherfucker faps. He can't tell me he doesn't. I mean, I wish I could just fuck. you know, I, I was telling him, I was like, dude, you don't have to fucking sit and fucking pretend like we're, we're two different, like, it's a guy thing, motherfucker. You're going to go through some shit. I don't know. Maybe he had his awakening call. I don't know. Good for him. I got nothing against anyone's beliefs or their backgrounds. What I do have a problem with is when you try to spew your bullshit on me. Yeah, that's what I've always said also. Like, if you're a hardcore, whatever, Christian, Muslim, Jew, whatever, like, Believe your faith, man. I support you. Just I only ask you, you support me and you don't push your shit on me, like your beliefs and stuff. We can just agree to disagree and live in the world together. Why can't we just do that? And plus, for this dude, it's like, I, I've never even watched that anime shit because I can't fucking jerk it to a goddamn cartoon. But like, don't they have chicks like fucking monsters and shit in some of these anime things? <laughs> Like that's okay. But real porn's terrible. Oh, that movie wants to watch some animated monster fucking. Oh yeah, and you you get to hear Roki's uh, favorite fucking. Oi, oi. Fucking oh, fuck, fuck all that shit, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it's all bad that shit. No, but uh, when did this conversation end? Well, I was sick, so like I was on all kinds of shit. I was on Nyquil. Uh, oh man, you were Nyquiled up. Huh? Well, I think I took a couple shots of Jack Daniels. Are oh, you doing that old school uh, cure coal with some whiskey? Huh? Hey, it works. <laughs> Jack ain't never let anyone down. Well, uh, how about we uh, switch it up here and talk about something we wanted to talk about? What's that? One of our failed careers. 
What was it, Rogi? What was it? <laughs> oh, remember we uh, we we wanted to uh, break into the music industry when we were younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That was your idea, wasn't it? It was fucking your idea. I just went along with it. So I, I knew that uh, I knew this. Hold on, I could start it off. Go ahead. I knew this guy played fucking uh, guitar. So here's what happened. He got this guitar for uh, was it for your birthday or your graduation? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was like my 14th birthday or something like that. This guy got this guitar, and uh, he uh, his grandma rest her soul paid for him to go and uh take these classes to learn how to play and every fucking like thursday was it thursday nights or it's twice a week wasn't it wasn't it tuesday and thursday yeah it was twice a week it was on hesperian at the guitar center that was actually funny enough like five or six blocks down the road from not too naughty where it doesn't make you gay yeah. that cruiser fucking had <laughs> that <laughs> hey for all the for all the fans out there <laughs> who don't know where the fuck Asperia is why don't you why don't you tell them where fuck it's at <laughs> is that uh San Leandro I always get those mixed up um, do you even know I don't know let's let's forget about it it's one of those towns yeah, it's a fucking road in the town we live close by. That's all you gotta know. Yeah, I, went to, I went to guitar lessons twice a week. Uh, my guitar teacher, uh, his name is Luke Skeels. Awesome dude. He learned from uh, Joe Satriani. Anybody who knows that, he's a killer guitarist as well. So, uh, you know, I got into it. I was, I would say decent. Like, I wasn't you know super good but i could play you know whatever 10 songs or less from front to back on the guitar and stuff motherfucker i remember you had that dvd with estevan (laughs) that was before the lessons (laughs) with his long ass fingernails remember that dvd oh i do that was yeah the first first instrument i ever got uh, was a acoustic guitar for my 14th birthday and it came with this it was an esteban acoustic guitar and it came with this dvd of this dude named esteban who like wore this black like thin rimmed hat like <laughs> a black outfit on and he had like these long gangle fingernails in his right hand and he oh, was strumming the guitar crazy. with it. it was kind of gross looking but yeah he could play that thing like uh like pretty damn well so i kind of soaked up as much as i could from the dvd but uh you know you're always going to get better better lessons from somebody in person so yeah my uh, grandmother was nice enough to pay for lessons for me and yeah so i got into it i started kind of collecting guitars i had like three electrics and like one or two acoustics or something like that and and then uh how did it happen bitch because uh i swear i just remember you you know i don't know like listening to me play the guitar one day <laughs> oh he showed me a picture of esteban right now there he is motherfucker's real name dude <laughs> the motherfucker's real name is Stephen Paul. No way. Yeah. He created like a super ethnic sounding stage name. They need to, they need to cancel that motherfucker. Man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck go. Oh, fuck. Hashtag cancel Esteban. Hashtag <laughs> cancel Esteban. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! All these years, I never even knew he had a fake name. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so so hold on. So anyways, um, yeah. So he he got uh he got his guitar and. uh he was playing for a while. Anyways, it was my brilliant idea. I just, one day I was like, you know what? I'm working at a fucking video store. And what? I don't know. I'm just saying, I was working at the video store. And uh, I came to him and I was like, start a band. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we were hanging out in my room one day and I was, you know, doing my thing on the electric guitar with my amp and shit. And Roki's listening to it. And uh, yeah, he just goes, hey, I mean, we're into bands like Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit and shit. Like all these new metal bands, like they had to start somewhere. I mean, why don't we just do something like that? Like we could do it. And I'm just like thinking, I don't know anybody else who plays the drums, well, the bass, and we, the we electronic knew some, effects. We, and we knew somebody that did. Why don't you come on our buddy Ian who plays drums? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but first I'll say, so I, I turn to Roki and I go, well, what would you want to do in the band? And uh, I list all the uh, instruments and he goes, oh, I'll just do vocals. And I was like, okay. Like, I've never heard you sing or like rap or anything like that. But like, I, I can't sing to save my life. So it's not going to be me. If you want to take on that role and that pressure do it man i don't give a shit so you want to do vocals i'm guitarist who the fuck else are we getting and uh we went to school with this guy named ian <laughs> that we found out was <laughs> already in a band that was kind of was like emo rock or something like how would you describe uh what was the name of the band called like verses in the chapters or something yeah it was some it was a screamo no emo no what the fuck what's the difference anyways I don't know. I guess it's just is it the lyrics more like emo's more depressing? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. It was one of them fucking weird ass fucking living in your mama's garage fucking bands. <laughs> and uh these <laughs> these guys used to perform at this little um local park we had we had called um it was called Weeks Park. <laughs> yeah. They, they used to do fucking shows there like for free. On like nights like this when you were bored, you know. <laughs> I went there with uh, my buddy Shane way back in the day and saw a free show there, and uh, that was the one and only time I got in a small mosh pit and my knee almost gave out of me. And I was like, "Nah, I can't do this ever again." <laughs> oh, you were just up in there decking motherfuckers or what? <laughs> oh, we were pushing the hell out of each other up in Weeks Park, and uh, somebody shoved me from the back, and I lost my footing, and yeah, my knee almost dislocated. Like shit, dude. This is too intense, even at Weeks Park. <laughs> I fucking get crucified like a Metallica concert or some shit. You know, uh, you know, fucking uh, mosh pitting is not politically correct, right? Well, what's the uh, PC way of saying it? Getting into a little inner circle. <laughs> Well, we got in an inner circle there in a week's park, but uh, did, did we ever see Ian perform? Fuck or no. Just, yeah, I don't think we did. Fuck no. I saw I saw shit on uh on on MySpace back in the day. Yeah. But uh I remember we, that only lasted like I mean, one day we kind of thought about it cuz I go, okay, well, you know, you've never sung or you've never written lyrics. And Roki's like, oh, I'll just start right now. And, like, I forget what the hell you started writing, but you wrote down something. And I laid down, like, a bullshit-ass, <laughs> weak guitar track. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. And and he starts just, like, riffing on it. And, and you know, of course, it sounds like shit on both our ends. But uh, we start thinking, like, okay, well, fuck, we're, we're kind of off and running now. Now we need a name. And, uh... Remember how we came up with the name? We went through everything in the fucking book. I think I, uh, I was gonna call. What was, what was? I was coming up with some names you didn't like. I was gonna call us like Bulletproof or fucking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bro, he kept coming up with names that sounded like uh, straight to DVD action flicks or like the titles of gay pornos or something. And it's uh, like, nah, man, I'm looking for something. Like one something in else. the like one in the trigger or something like that. <laughs> one in the chamber or some shit. One the, yeah, one in the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just get on the internet and I start scouring for names. And I think I was even like lame enough and just like looked up some dictionary.com shit. And uh I was trying to look up like a synonym for uh for fearless or something. And I typed that in and I came across the name undaunted. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of like metal sounding a little bit like yeah and he's like yeah i kind of like that we can roll with that and uh shit after that one day if we never reached out to ian 
Roki never tried singing again. I play guitar off and on at home, but I, I haven't played guitar in years now. And it's kind of a running inside joke between Roki and I. Once every few years, uh, Roki called me and, hey, when are we going to start Undaunted? <laughs> hey, you know, you think I'm fucking around with you, bitch. I'm being serious. It's 2022, motherfucker. Like, if we can't do it now, we can't ever do it. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, whenever the hell we get off our lazy asses and start figuring out this uh, merch for this podcast, you know, we're going to make some Undaunted t-shirts. <laughs> hey, if you guys listen to our songs, we'll appreciate that. Thank y'all. I don't even own any guitars anymore or amps or anything. So, yeah, I guess we're going to Guitar Center sometime, huh? It's a great time to start buying. <laughs> it's a great time to start buying. No, we, we, used, to, we used to play these fucking... Yeah, this really cool amp, though. I used to love that shit when you plug in the electric amp. Yeah, you're always the electronic dude, so you love that shit. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, we need to get that going somewhere, somehow, some way. <laughs> but, and uh, what, be fucking uh, uh, guys in their 30s playing at Weeks Parks for free? Yeah, why not? <laughs> hey, you thought I was joking, motherfucker. These... These kids nowadays need a fucking hero. I mean, look at this kid that just texted me. Like, he's like, shook up, loves cartoons. I get it. Oh, uh, you know what that dude was sounding like? I was going to say, uh, when you were talking about your conversation with him, I was going to say, he, he's kind of got a little Vladimir Putin in him because uh, I don't know if you heard the headlines uh, a few months back, but old uh, Vladdy, he, uh, he made porn illegal in uh, the, the entire state of Russia. And his logic behind it was, uh, it's kind of like this too, like it corrupts the mind and uh, you men shouldn't be at home fapping and shit. You should be out in public talking and meeting with women and stuff so you could do that stuff in person, which, yeah, if it was that easy, Vlad, like, yeah, I would be on your side. But <laughs> it's not that fucking easy. Right, we should be out there working out, damn it, right now. If you live in uh, if you live in Russia and you're listening to us, uh, I feel your pain. You can't fast with some porn, but hey, move. I, and, no, uh, no, no. Hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Is that is that legitimate though? Because I thought they had a distribution out there, or maybe they did. I don't know if they still do. I swear, look it up, man. I was that. Uh, Pretty widespread. I thought it might have been bullshit too because I heard about it on a podcast and I looked it up and yeah, straight up made it illegal. So I don't know if it's kind of if you can still type it in or something or if there's some kind of back alleyways on the internet out in Russia that you can still see some stuff or if you just type in anything pornographic and it just comes out with like a white screen that says, you know, whatever page not found. I don't know. I don't know how intense it is, but that's just what I heard. Dude, there's got to be a fucking way. If 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 our own government says they can only trace fucking up to 20 to 30% of the shit that goes on online, I can't imagine there's not a fucking way around that, you know? Yeah, I would think that there has to be, but uh, isn't, isn't prostitution legal in Russia? It's legal fucking in Nevada. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, like, are you talking like in the sense that like why they would ban it? Well, yeah, well, I'm, ta I'm talking in a sense of, like, prostitution isn't legal, uh, you know, countrywide in the states. It's only in, in uh, a few spots, a few counties in Nevada. But I'm saying maybe it's not as bad if uh, prostitution is 100% legal in Russia and you have no porn. I mean, if you want to get your freak on in real life and you want to pay for it, then I guess you would have that outlet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess... <laughs> now, I I don't know I, I just I don't see a problem with prostitution either people think I'm a fucking monster when I say that kind of shit but what's wrong with it I don't have a problem with it either you know it's it's to each their own it's just just because if it was legal doesn't mean you have to you know use it it's now, whatever well here's where I think things get misconstrued I say I'm pro prostitution I never once said I was pro fucking human trafficking and shit, motherfuckers. So don't don't go twisting the rogue's words and shit around. You know what I mean? 
Like, well, people don't get that either. Where the more you hold it back and make it illegal, that's where all that sex trafficking and forced slavery and all that kind of shit comes into play. If you made it above board, completely legal, where you got, you know, not only the girls tested, but benefits and you made everything legit, you could, you know, track things a lot easier. You had to show like you got a W-2 for being a sex worker. Uh, you know, that would make things a lot easier to not have that sex trafficking bullshit be be in play with that stuff. So, yeah, make it you, fucking legal, man. You can take your income and count that towards, uh, you know, like getting into house, like some kind of housing or something. Sure. And not, not only that, pe- people don't think about, okay, think about some of the other shit, too, that, that like is a pro and a con. I bet you right now as we speak, there's so many sex workers out there. Who are like victims of violent crimes. Uh, and what I mean by that is like, you know, the stalking and shit. You know, like the yeah. stalk stalking and shit like that. Sure. And it makes me it makes me just think like if, if this was legalized, this problem wouldn't be here. Just fucking problem solved. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely pro sex workers and stuff, and they should have rights just like anybody else, and they should probably have more rights than other people because they're they're doing something that not a lot of people would be willing to do. And whether that's a, a dominatrix, you know, with a whip or full on intercourse, like they're providing a service and they're, you know, should be compensated and not looked down upon, but Hey, I'm just a uh, liberal agnostic here. So I'm sure there's some conservative fucking religious people out there that it's against God, like your anime buddy. So yeah, it's against God. Hey, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of shit against God. I'm sorry to say it that way. Only you can make what's right and make the right choice. But nowhere in there does it say like any like I don't know. I feel like when you get in these arguments, it's like you're you're fucking you're like going into a pit, you know, you can't get out of. Well, no, it's fucking bullshit how hypocritical religious people are that they try to cherry pick a few things that they don't uh, that they agree with out of the bible like if you're let's say a pastor who's against gay marriage then you'd say oh it says you know a man shall not lie with another man yeah motherfucker it also says uh you shouldn't wear a cotton blend clothing or eat shellfish that's like a no-no too but uh i still see you at the shrimp buffet motherfucker wearing your cotton shirt so go fuck <laughs> yourself you know? and it's also both in the new and the old testament they're both pro-slavery and that never gets brought up. And they and you uh, try to throw that in their face, and then they say, you know, oh, that thing of the past, like back then, and we don't necessarily have gay marriage and porn and sex work and all that kind of shit. Yeah, use that same mentality, motherfucker. Yeah, it's it's fucking bullshit. I don't know. I I mean, you could you could sit here and argue with these people all day. You're not going to make sense. But like, like all I'm saying is, I know what I believe in, and I'm not going to get convinced otherwise. I'm sorry. Like everyone says they're for freedom of speech until fucking someone else's freedom of speech fucking overrides theirs. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, until they get their little feelings hurt, then then they don't agree with that uh freedom of speech law anymore. Yeah, exactly. Someone gets butt hurt and shit. I, I believe in it if you agree with me. If not, then no. <laughs> I'm gonna try to cancel you. And you know, it's like I said earlier, if you want to be a religious nut of any religion, do your thing, but don't try to force your, your beliefs and shit on me or the society that I live in. Like we got to just agree to disagree. That's it's the same. Honestly, it's the same mentality for me with politics. Like, you know, uh, I got some friends that are, are more red than blue and believe some shit. I don't doesn't mean I love them less. We just got to agree to disagree, man. Like, just fucking be a society again instead of this like tribalism of like well i'm with this group you're with that we can't agree or hang out or talk anymore. like nah dude it's fucking stupid oh that's the shit people love right there man yeah bring me back again to the good old days where uh talking about religion and politics was uh, frowned upon and it wasn't so prominent at a dinner party now it's shit everywhere you go like Oh, yeah, fucking Trump, fucking Biden, fucking, like, dude, can we just not talk about any of that? Can we just, like, find <laughs> common ground on something else? Like, let's talk about a fucking movie or something. Can you just <laughs> calm down? <laughs> oh, these, 
Oh, uh, well, we can't even go to a dinner anymore, huh? Uh, you know my neighbor, uh, old John C. across the street. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, changing my uh, my brake pads. Says hi to me, and uh, he 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 goes to my next door neighbor next to my house, and uh, who's outside washing his car, and he goes, "Hey, what's that sign up in the air that that plane's flying? I think it says fuck Joe Biden." And I look up, and it's just like a, uh, a, a fucking ad for, like, Pepsi or some shit. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, oh, one of the guys at the club I go to, he always has this bumper sticker that says, fuck Joe Biden. And blah, like, that's all I heard. But it's like, again, like, whatever your political beliefs are, dude, just why do you got to force it down people's throats every chance you fucking get? You know? Oh, that's what happens. I don't know. Like, do you remember that when we were kids? I mean, nobody, you know, unless you were at like a really intimate party and there was something that happened recently, like that was super tragic to the nation or something like say 9-11 or something like that. But if you're at like a dinner party or like Thanksgiving or something with your family, you wouldn't uh, necessarily hear your uncle or aunt or some shit, you know, tell your, your parents, you know, oh, can you believe what the president just did? nobody really gave a shit and they kind of kept their political beliefs and who they would vote for kind of private. And now it's just, Oh dude. Oh, I got all the fucking answers. Let me tell you. It's like, nah, dude, I don't want to hear any of it. Oh, things, things are changing. Things are fucking changing. Uh, that goes, well, that goes along with like the shit we were talking about earlier about the cancel culture. You, know, you can't go backwards. It's only going to progress from here. Guess we just kind of have to learn to live with that shit. Yeah, and you asked a question I didn't answer earlier that you said, where do you think it'll go, this uh, cancel culture in like 10 years? And my answer was going to be that I just keep hoping that it's going to, the pendulum's going to kind of swing back the other way. I mean, I've heard people say that, you know, because it's like the the 50s were more, uh, you know, repressed. It was 60s was like kind of getting a little better. 70s was wild. Then the 80s kind of went back the other way. 90s, it got a little bit more conservative. The early 2000s was like wild. And now it's kind of starting to swing back the other way. So I think eventually, I don't know when, if it's going to be 5, 10, or 30 years from now. I don't know. It's going to swing back to being more loose and free and stuff. But I just keep hoping to see that day happen. And it just keeps getting deeper down this bullshit rabbit hole we're in. Oh, it'll fucking happen. Don't worry. It's it, look. I, I just thought about the shit the other day. And how long ago did that Will Smith fucking Chris Rock bullshit happen? Like five months ago. Is it that long? I was gonna say like three months. I think two it was months, back, three months. I think it was back in March, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. It's March or April. I can't remember. But anyways, like like no one's talking about it anymore. No. I mean, there's still some jokes flying about it, but yeah, but I mean, talking about it. you see how quick that fucking fire got put out. Yeah, that shit's gonna happen no matter what. Like, I think like that's why I said with the cancel culture shit will eat itself alive. It's just a hot thing right now, but you know, you were just talking about politics and stuff. I tell people just hang in there. This stuff will slowly start to fizzle out again. I mean, it's going to be that way around election time, no matter what, but this trend that we're in right now, it'll fizzle out. I hope so, man. I, I would love to see that shit happen because uh, I'm definitely tired of a lot of the way shit is these days, but whatever. It's the only world you got. So I'm living in it. The Chris Rock deal was March 27th. Yeah. It's already almost been five months. Damn, that's crazy. Good uh, good memory there, Rogue. Yep. Jesus. It's almost over. And uh, not that it's five months old, we need to talk about it, but I guess I'll put my two cents and say, yeah, what a fucking bitch-ass move that was. <laughs> well, Chris Rock? <laughs> well, uh, kind of on both their parts, honestly. Like, uh, fucking Jada for not being able to take a joke. And then you see, like, Will Smith actually thought it was funny at first. He laughed, and then he caught her eye. Like, she threw him a dirty-ass look, like, what the fuck do you do laughing? And then he went up and did the whole slap. Like, you're slapping another dude, which is kind of like a bitch move. It's You know it's televised, so it's just, like, really overdramatic. And uh, and then on, on Rock's end, 
I would have laid into his ass uh, verbally. Like when he sat down, I would have just gone off and, you know, on Jada, on him, I would have just thrown both their names in the, in the dirt and just a bunch of jokes and shit. And what are they going to do? You know, cut the cameras and Will's going to bum rush the stage and shit like fuck that. But I guess he handled it in a classier way than, than I guess I would, but no, nah, I wouldn't have let that slide. Just be like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll keep her name out of my mouth. Don't we'll worry about it. Like, no. <laughs> uh, you would have taken one from Will Smith. If he came up and bitch slapped me, I'm telling you, like I, I you know, I'm only like five, nine. I'm sure he's way fucking bigger than me. So I'm sure he could beat the fuck out of me. But, uh, what I do have is my mouth and fucking words and shit. So I, if I got a mic, yeah, that's how I'm fighting back, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get, the, I don't so, get this uh, whole, I don't get this whole Hollywood shit. You know, like it's all fucking. I, I don't know. I, I, you know me. I've never really been a big movie fucking fan. So. <laughs> uh, well, I would say you were in your younger days. No, you I'm were... not. I'm really not. Just go figure. The guy that worked at a video store in a movie theater is not a fucking movie fan. <laughs> I, I can name one movie and, and uh, right now, and, and uh, I, I know you're a fucking fan of. What's that, Uncle Sam? <laughs> no, not that piece of fucking dog shit that uh, <laughs> went straight to DVD. That's a good video. That was a good fucking movie, by the way. Uh, bullshit! Now I know you're fucking smoking dope. <laughs> Uh, no, the one movie that uh, has kind of drawn a line through your and I's relationship since we were a kid that we've watched probably a hundred times by now. Oh, it's that motherfucking Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory, bitch. That's that, that's see, that's a classic right there, and it's only an hour <laughs> and what, like twenty minutes long. And that's always been my uh, my kind of definition as to why you're not a movie fan is because. Uh, I think Roki has some kind of ADD or some kind of short attention span and he can't sit still and watch a two hour movie. So I think that's why you're not the biggest movie buff. But I know uh, yeah. I can say, yeah, I can sit through shit, babe. I watch fucking, I watch fucking, you know, sports and all that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking about like watching that, like a uh, few movies that we've seen together in the theaters, like watching a saw movie with you and then i remember one time looking over and you're like looking at the ceiling and shit like looking at the wall in the theater while the movie's playing like what the fuck he's not paying attention he doesn't i don't know if you just didn't like the movie or what but yeah i don't know if he's just not holding your attention i guess yeah maybe you're right you're not the biggest movie fucking fan i'm not the biggest movie fan i mean i'm more of like a fuck i don't know i could listen to music all day movies man i don't know um no, I don't know about all that. But for uh, the fans out there, I've uh, already kind of set set the wheels in motion uh, with this guy that I came up with the idea for. Uh, I know we're pretty far off from it, so sorry we got to tease this if uh, this sounds fun to anybody. But uh, since we're both such fans of the original Willy Wonka and we've made fun of him for so long and... Uh, had a good ass time clowning on that movie, even though it's a classic. Uh, I told this guy, I said, Hey, for the podcast, why don't we do like for the one year anniversary show and just kind of giving commentary? Or we can just, you know, record our commentary and then tell you as the listeners to say, Play the movie now and listen to us as we, you know, give you the commentary and shit. So, any fans of that movie in our show, you're in for a treat uh, from another 11 months from now. <laughs> Oh, I think the fans from our show would want to hear us watch some Uncle Sam and commentate. <laughs> uh, that might have to be the Fourth uh, of July special. Huh? The, the reason I'm fucking telling y'all about this movie and why it's so fucking significant to me. How old were we? Like seven, eight? I was gonna say ten or eleven. Spent spent the night at this guy's house. Um, fuck, when was it? Four, well, it wasn't Fourth of July. It might have been Halloween. I can't remember. And we went to the video store, the coincidentally the video store that I worked at, and there was a DVD, you know, in the new release section called Uncle Sam. Me and this guy both love our scary movies. So he was like, Hey, you want to check this one out? I'm like, fuck it, let's rent it. So we got home. I can tell you what this whole fucking movie's about. 
Spell the. <laughs> you want to tell him or what? Well, uh, no, you're going to have to tell him because uh, you had to kind of give me a refresher on that like last week. So, and I was remembering as you were saying it, but we were remembering it a little differently. That I swear we watched that together at Lynn's house in Turlock, not home in uh, Castro Valley. Not that that matters, but yeah, I swear that was Lynn's house. No, at her at Lynn's house, we watched fucking the Poltergeist. It was uh, it was the Poltergeist at her house. You don't remember that? I know, I do remember that as well. But if it wasn't that time, it was another time. Anytime. I came out to Turlock to see my uh, my aunt out there. I would uh, pick this dude up in Modesto that they're just, what, 15, 20 minutes away from each other. And that would just, you know, that's how you entertain kids. Like, oh, rent. Like, they didn't really have any video game consoles. So they'd all just say, like, oh, we'll just take you to go rent some movies. And uh, so we get some fast food and get some movies and just chill and watch that shit. And I swear one of the times we were there, I, I thought Uncle Sam was there. But uh, anyways, go on with you, the with the movie synopsis. You, you remember that night I ruined I ruined the movie night by getting those slurpees and fucking gagging all over her bathroom. <laughs> I, I remember. I thought you ate like Jack in the Box and drank some slurpees or something, <laughs> and then I woke up on I think it was like an air mattress in her in her front room, and I wake up and I see Roki's big ass body passed out in the in the fucking hallway in front of the bathroom door <laughs> like i thought he was dead or something <laughs> and he eventually woke up and i was like what the hell happened with you and yeah what what happened i just fucking woke up and i felt really warm and i just ran in there and started fucking yakking all over the bathroom <laughs> fuck it looked like the it looked like the fucking poltergeist in there <laughs> and you were so exhausted you just crawled out and crashed on the on the hallway floor oh yeah i was weak <laughs> oh man <laughs> i was <laughs> must have been some bad jack in the box or some shit man i remember I was, those slurpees i was crawling like a fucking caterpillar back to the room like <laughs> oh, oh i'm almost there fuck <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I can tell you, you didn't make it. So, so Uncle Sam, you know, I want to tell you guys about this. Movie. So, Uncle Sam's a movie about this fucking uh, ex-veteran who gets killed in battle, comes back as a zombie, and he just wants to see his uh, his son for uh, for Independence Day. It's a good movie. Go check it out. If you sell even one download to that fucking movie. <laughs> That not only is that a travesty, but the makers of that film are going to be astonished that somebody was stupid enough to buy this piece of horseshit. <laughs> <Who fucking, laughs> hey, I think that movie came out what ninety six. Oh, I couldn't fucking tell you. I didn't even remember. Ninety six, motherfucker. Oh, see, nice. You had to remind me last week that Isaac Hayes was in that shit, which is oh, yeah. pretty damn sad, man. Isaac Hayes was in that movie. Oh, gosh. This movie was fucking made by uh, Solomon International Pictures. I don't even know if they're still around. <laughs> I'm going to venture to say no. But hey, you know what? If they're in, if they're in, look, if we sell this movie, y'all better kick me down some royalties, people. Uh, that's why the the special effects were so shitty that you can see the strings on Sam's ass during an explosion pulling him back. <laughs> that, uh, they they probably gave most of the funding to Isaac Hayes's ass because he was the biggest name that they could get. Which uh, still, man, if I was him, he must have been desperate for cash. I would not have stooped that low for that horse shit ass movie. But uh, they should have paid somebody less and put some more effort into those special effects. It was god awful. The same guys that made that movie, I think it said something about it was an inspiration from Maniac Cop. I never saw that either, and it sounds like another straight-to-DVD bullshit-ass movie. Yeah, you guys know what kind of movies I like, you know, just from uh, me telling this fucker about these old flicks, I know. So you like a few classics and a shit ton of uh, lame-ass, fucking cheaply-made bullshit, straight-to-DVD bullshit, huh? That's all right. It's all right. 
No worries. I remember when uh, when we were younger, like you showing me Scarface and shit. You used to like that movie. Fuck, I love Scarface. Yeah, so you like Scarface, Wonka. You like uh, some good classics and uh, I guess some bullshit. <laughs> Uncle Sam, baby. Uncle fucking Sam. I think you need a poster in your room there. You need some Uncle Sam up in there. We're gonna talk about we're we're gonna talk about some movies next time, right? But uh, I think that's pretty much about it for this week. You got anything else you want to throw in there? Nah, yeah, I was just gonna say that sounds good. We'll uh, maybe you and I will pick a movie and watch it and uh, do a, a full-on movie review next episode. But I'll just say, yeah, we'll we'll try our damnedest to uh, try to get an episode out to you guys this Friday. I know these Monday shows suck, but whatever. We kind of had issues this week. Maybe so, maybe, yeah, you can get, maybe you can go get a fucking guitar this week and we can start that band up. Maybe what? So maybe you can go get a guitar this week and we can go start that fucking band up again. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to finish paying for uh, that Tennessee trip we're going to be taking soon. So uh, it's going to have to be sometime after that. But uh, yeah, I'll rock some Undaunted shirts before I buy a guitar. I'll tell you that. Well, there you go. Right? Everyone's good? Enjoy oh, the rest good. of Enjoy the rest of your week. Friday will be here before y'all know it. So you know what that means. New episode coming out this Friday night, baby. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll Shut try our hardest. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're going to get these fans Thanks for listening, want. guys. Peace the fuck right. out. Peace. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram. It's on the download podcast. Or email us at onthedownloadcast at gmail.com. Like what you just heard? Be sure to subscribe and tune in weekly to our episodes on Spotify.